Hello, I'm Rebecca Horan and welcome to A Little Birdie Told Me, a podcast brought to you by Rollercoaster.ie. In season four, I'm going to be talking to a range of well-known Irish faces about being in the trenches when it comes to parenting. On this episode, the phenomenal Subi Lynch sits down to talk to me about her childhood, being adopted at a very young age, her two young girls, her marriage, and being diagnosed with ADHD at the age of 40. This is an incredible listen. So on the podcast today, I have the divine goddess who is Subi Lynch. Um, I'm kind of, I was saying to her, what do I call you? Like, she's like, oh, just a few things. Theatre owner, she's a producer, also owns her own production company. Um, voiceover talent, burlesque dancer, mum of two children, two beautiful girls. I've also got two girls. Subi, welcome. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. I'm very excited to have you. I reached out and I was like, she's probably going to be like, nah, I'm too big for that. But she said, yeah. <laughs> I was, that was the, it was completely the opposite. I was like, why would you no, want to talk to me? No, I really want to talk to you. Uh, I've watched your, and it's such a, I'm, I hate when I enter into these conversations. I've watched your Instagram, but I watched you with your babies hmm. as they kind of grew. And the content, and I say that in the best way, like this beautiful content that you were curating with them, which I, I felt wasn't, I felt was really authentic and gorgeous Aww. and lovely to watch. And I was kind of like, I wish I could, I wish I could harness some memories of my kids, but I'm not that talented. But you did a really Aww. lovely job of that. That's really nice. No, really nice. And they just came across as very special and your hmm. relationship with them. And I watched that because I grew up with two sisters and I have two girls and I was like, it's so important your relationship with your young girls. So tell me a bit about that, your relationship with your two girls, and then we'll get into your past. Okay. Oh, well, I think my relationship with the two girls at the moment is lovely. I'm really, really enjoying this age. I thought, like, I loved babies when I was younger. I was like, oh, I can't wait to have a baby. Like, I was thinking, and then babies are hard. Hard. (laughs) Um, So this age now. What age? So... Pen is 11, wow, like 11 and a half, that. and Marnie is six and a half. Okay. So they are the crack. They're just so fun. Like, they're like little, they're just like little pals Same now. gap as my two. Mm. And are they close with that gap? Yeah, yeah, they are at the moment. Like, I think now in the next few years, it, the gap might show Widen, itself yeah. more, but until now, it's been great. You know, and it's great been names. Really oh, thank you. God, I love I, uh, Penny that. and Marnie. Yeah. I don't get that wrong. Yeah, like, yeah, beautiful Penny names. Marnie. Yeah, I really enjoyed the naming. Like, uh, it, yes. it, you know, that's definitely, that was yeah. very fun. But also, it's a big deal. It is a big deal. People are like, you know, I don't want to criticize any particular name, but people are like, oh, it's no big. It's such a big deal. I think so, because I think, like, you can, we, yeah, you, like, you can kind of be, I guess people have opinions on names. Yeah. And so, like, you're kind of maybe giving them the start of their personality until their actual personality. I would personalities. Totally agree with that. Yeah, I don't know. I think so, anyway. And I look yeah, at so. my sisters and we are our names. That yeah. Really um, <laughs> but I look at my sisters and I'm like, God, we are kind of our names. And... I know people who have named their baby when they're in the belly mm-hmm. and people go, oh, I don't like Emily <laughs> or Joanna or, I, and, and it, it's really dangerous yeah, to do that. Yeah, so, but I, I definitely, like, I, I still have in my notes app, I still have the list of names. Now, there was definitely some, like, hormonal choices in yes. there, let's say. Like, I'm just like, wow, what Very was I, yeah, you know, no. what was I thinking? Yeah, yeah. But, um, but it is fun to look back at. And then I remember when I was pregnant with Marnie, Penny had a full list and uh, had made up, like, so one of them was orange. One of them, and she loves to tell the story, um, was Hafia Sala. That's kind of cool. Yeah, Hafia Sala. So, like, if anybody wants to take that name, we didn't use it. That's quite cool. <laughs> it's out there. It's actually quite cool. Orange, you know, I'm thinking of, like, when I was trying to name the girls in my second, I was like, oh, I love August. And then, yeah, you don't hear it that mm, often. But then when you do, I'm like, like that's that. a beautiful name. Yeah, that's very um, pretty. 
Did you name them when you saw them or was this like you kind of already knew? Well, they both had nicknames. Did you know their sex is what I mean? Yes, Yes. I did. Yeah. Um, But we didn't tell on on Penny. We had we didn't tell anybody else. I had one. one, I told one best friend who was pregnant at the same time as me. And so I told one best friend what I was having. And um, but we kept it a secret from grandparents and stuff like that. And but yeah, we had her name fairly early on, I think. But they had nicknames that we would like refer to them like around other people and stuff and then Marnie yeah her name was pretty actually yeah with Penny we had two names on the go like up until maybe a week before I suppose and but Marnie we had it like Paul had mentioned that for Penn and yeah he loved Marnie and I really like I had really come around to it by the time Marnie was born beautiful and just the coolest chicks like yourself (laughs) I knew Subi way back in the day in the Sandy Mount days Mm. and my cousin was very good friends with you and it's literally 30 years ago yeah <laughs> yeah and I would have seen Subi at like birthday parties and kids things and the odd play date or whatever and would have watched you from the outside but then hadn't seen you and then like we all get on social media in our 20s and 30s and then got to see you again because you get an insight into people's lives and like you're still in that area tell me a bit about because I would have known you as quite a smart confident savvy girl I would say as a descriptive like kind of felt like you knew yourself and a lot of us didn't really know who we were oh, and we're floating. Really, and that's really interesting. It's, it's so interesting to hear how other people see yeah. you, isn't it? Um, I have never, <laughs> I think I've probably never felt confident and totally wow. sure who I am, but all, always like kind of... Giving off that Trying air. to be, okay. I suppose. And yeah, but not in a, not in a, um, like a fake way, I yeah, suppose yeah. or not. But yeah, but I suppose I've always kind of... Well, definitely when I was younger, I worried about what other people really? thought of me. Yeah, felt you were very still in yourself. Like I was the youngest of three girls, and I think I definitely just wanted to fit in. Then with the cousins, I wanted to fit in because I was always the baby, and I was always the black sheep, and I was always the quirky. So I was always okay. just trying to fit into whatever group accepted me. And then I really realized that doesn't work when I was like twenty years, and that, thank God. But I did feel there was a stillness in you and a, a joy. So maybe you were either just uh, kind I mean, of chilled. But you know what? When we would well. where we would have seen each other, I always was really comfortable around that family. Yeah, and around true, yeah. So true. that That's probably true. would have been my most kind of That's like true. yeah, yeah. yeah. Secure. And yeah, exactly. Very secure. What was your childhood like? Because you grew yeah, up really in good. Sandy Mount? Yes, oh, grew you up did. in Sandy Mount, yeah. Um actually in the house that I live in now. And no. uh, yeah, we're like my girls are fifth generation. My great grandmother bought that house. What the hell? I know. So um, we bought it from my parents a few years ago, and That's so and to me. and then we like built on an apartment. And for... you didn't have trauma, like obviously a great childhood, but there was no feeling of like you want to start your own. You didn't mind. You wanted to be. I kind of liked it, and wow. I wouldn't be ridiculously sentimental. Like okay. I'm kind of like go with whatever nice. is good. Yeah, yeah. exactly, and like go great with area. whatever is good at the time. Sure. No regrets about whatever choices you make because wow. usually if you're making a choice, there's a reason you're making wow. a choice at that time. But um, we, my mom really wanted to stay in the area. Really wanted to stay in that house. She is much more sentimental okay. than me, and um. And I, I can kind of understand it because, of course, you know, she's 70. So she has 70 years of memories yeah. there. And um, and then, you know, it's a connection to my dad who passed away a few years ago. And it's a connection to oh, her so parents sorry. and stuff. I didn't know that. Um, yeah. I feel really yeah. stupid now. I'm sorry. I didn't oh, know that. Oh, no, not at all. Not at all. No, he, he'd been sick for a while. And um, he got to move in. We renovated the house yes. um, and made an apartment for them. And he did get to move in. And that That's was a big thing. Yeah. So so my mom's there now. And um, it's great to have her close by. But yeah, so fifth, the girls are fifth so generation So she's living there. within. The home yeah, so they have like amazing. yeah, so like the the, like the homes are apart. Yeah, yeah, are different. The apartments are like different to like wow. people to kind of come around to get in and everything. But yeah, that's special. Great. Yeah, it really. You is. have her there. And the you girls can there. like scoot in. There's a 
gate between the two. Sounds ideal guards. to me. It is, it is. And mum has a dog, so we kind of have a dog without the responsibility Perfect. of a dog. It's amazing. Yeah, Perfect. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you have siblings? I have one brother. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we're both adopted. So we have different birth families. Right. And, so uh, he was adopted separately. You were fine. Yeah. yeah. Go and on, he, tell me about that if you don't so mind. So he was, um, he was five months old when he was adopted. So I remember him being adopted. <gasps> and I remember going to like. So young. Well, it's probably, I'm like thinking it was probably like a small office, but when you're like three, I can remember this massive table and like loads of adults and, yeah, you know, you and kind that? of, I guess, yeah, they're like some of my first memories. That's incredible like, that you remember that. Yeah. And so I guess I probably would have been four then because he was like five and a half were months old. Were you being told you were getting a baby brother? Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. And I think we were living in a house in Dunleary at that time and we moved back to where we are now um, to my grandmother and, we, and that was all kind of around the same time. So I can remember it all being very... Exciting. What was it like? Exciting. Yeah, I have really good memories of getting a brother. It was fun. <laughs> How were you adopted? What age? I was really young, so I was five weeks, and <gasps> I had been in. Um, I had been born really small. I was only three pounds thirteen. So I don't know something wrong with placenta or something. I definitely I have it written down somewhere. What was why I was so small, but I was. Um, in the hospital right up until like my parents now like adopted me so I think like the story is there that like but again you know you never totally know and um, but my mum and dad were told that my birth mother used to come in in the afternoon and give me the afternoon feed and then my mum and dad used to come in and give me the evening isn't that really nice so she kind of had a nice kind of time with me I guess because it must be so I can't I can't, I can't even can't. imagine but those five weeks when I was so, it was so a pre-choice small. before your birth she yes had decided, yes she yeah. had decided did you yeah. know anything about your dad um yeah I mean like he, he was there I think at the time still supporting her as far as that you get a letter that kind okay. of gives you kind of uh, non-identifying information so that information says that they were still together they made the choice together and yeah don't hear so. their age you don't hear any of that kind of yeah yeah you kind you of do. you do so they were in their 20s but early but they just didn't have I think the means yeah exactly it's the like early 80s like 1982 you know still a bit weird to be having kids so out of is there any part of oh god we're going to tell you different no, that is like I want to or are you does that book kind of you've had an obviously beautiful parents who you adore you've yeah, spoken about that yeah. I'm sorry about the loss of your dad but is there part of you now who's like I want to research that or not really or is that a constant <sighs> yeah narrative? it kind of is so like I can't imagine it so I'm trying to imagine I know it. I know yeah um I find it fascinating I have like I have no kind of upset about it at wow. all like I don't I think it's an amazing thing to have wow. done because like like how difficult it must have just been incredibly difficult so I really respect them for like making the choice that was good that was good for them and good that's for very me. special a lot of people are very triggered or feel rejected or feel and you're very much like there was a reason it was yeah. it turned out incredible look at me yeah like I'd be quite like like literal but I think like there's nothing that can be done there's no point in kind Can't of feeling they're no no one is rejecting a tiny newborn like no if anybody who makes that choice nobody's going this I don't like this particular baby yeah 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 of course <laughs> so um yeah so I, I I am definitely not taking it personally like they you know and uh and parenthood is blooming hard and so you know good for them to have made the right decision for will them will you reconnect time. will you ever I know sometimes know. I sometimes I wonder about it like I I would hate to but you kind don't constantly of, wonder about it hmm. gosh you're so different to me no I probably do I probably do in your tw- do you in know what years? yeah yeah and I was interested and I found out as much information as you can find out I because if you had a personality type or if you had a moment or if mm-hmm. you had a temper or actually the really camp weren't you always looking at your parents going I adore you you're my parents 
but what is my where am I genetically were you ever an oh yeah no I definitely would do you know I definitely would have wondered like oh I wonder who I get this from but (laughs) but um now I see my girls and like one of them is quite like me and one of them really isn't and so it's like okay well actually you know personalities are just personalities so you know and then there's the whole nurture nature thing totally yeah I'd been quite like my dad that I grew up with (laughs) so you know like you definitely and and I would and we would have looked quite alike so like (laughs) definitely would have spent a lot of my childhood going where people would go oh you look so like your dad and it used to be my favorite thing to make adults awkward by going well I'm adopted so I can't look like him like what a little brat like (laughs) but like you'd have these awkward adults going oh right but my dad would be like it's fine people used to really <laughs> offend my mom because I go out with my mom who was I'm sure you met my mom very short and blonde really short like five two or so I'm not that tall but I would have been she was always little and blonde and fair very blue eyes and very Scandinavian looking and I was like black eyes dark hair yeah. sallowish like my dad is very dark and they used to go is she a dog they used to literally ask mom oh shopping my centers, goodness that's... and they'd whisper it and of course I loved this yeah, yeah. Like I was something in a mood. different exactly. something interesting hang on to something <laughs> and I would go yeah yeah and she'd be like stop that um, but then I became fixated on it honestly it was this weird part of my oh, life oh really yeah I was like I wonder am I and dad's like no you look like me everything's to do and you're like oh but it's funny okay. yeah so you like I definitely really always liked it because it was like a handy like story <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah a little attention seeking moment is your brother very chill about it um is he chill my brother is he definitely has more he had a harder start because he wasn't adopted till he was a little bit older he'd been in foster care it's a bit more complicated so yeah so he probably wouldn't be as chill about it um but the way we were brought up it was to talk about it like I have no memory of being told I was adopted it was always just and your parents couldn't actually or they just really wanted to adopt children um, yeah, they just like they couldn't have kids, and so then they went wow. on to like. Well, do we it that watched way. this space for some beautiful um, documentary one day, maybe <laughs> where you like look into I don't know the history of your. Family I mean, yeah, or... we all love that show. Like, I'd be a big fan I of love that, that show. show. Yeah, it's really nice. It's very emotional. But like, I think anyone watching it gets quite upset watching those shows because it's just seeing anybody like who I think everybody who goes to find their birth parents want to do it so much mm-hmm. that then it's such a big thing when it's they, like any expectation it's yeah humans yeah. are so odd we have so many expectations of everything and actually everything's quite flat mm-hmm. I like go thinking about relationships yeah. or experiences or health things and it's <laughs> and but that's why I'm so looking I think having stuff to look forward to is so important yeah. then because there's so much joy in that experience yeah, the looking right. forward to stuff and just to like or the keeping it safe here and maybe it. not opening the box or something yeah yeah that's and then, amazing well the thing is that if I was to like look into it it is you know it's going to disrupt their lives in some way yeah. and so you have to kind of consider what would I get out of it would it just devastate them and if it would upset them like, yeah so you kind of have to Gosh, consider that really a little kind. bit as well like well yeah but, you know they made a decision and I guess they like ticked the, but then also like imagine I do definitely wonder if like she's They're sitting there going I wish they'd because they can't they can't do the like shout out for I me I can categorically say as a mum she thinks about you all the time I know my husband says this I to me all the time because sometimes on my birthday I'll be like oh I wonder if she's thinking me today she's thinking about yeah I know and I do know that I do know that but I always kind of yeah, yeah, she does, doesn't she? Of yeah, course. she does. Yeah, that's And she lives with that and maybe she's had a family, maybe she hasn't. I mean, it's interesting. But <laughs> you're an incredible mum. How do you feel your parent, do you parent differently to your parents or is it similar or is it totally, like I think a lot about this when I look at how mm. my mum parented me. Do you feel you just do your thing or did you approach it with some strategy? I think we're probably. Because you're into it, you're good. I So I think I'd be like, if, you know, if I didn't think about it too hard, I'd be going, oh no, we 
we parent totally differently. But actually, I've taken a lot of my. I'm not definitely not as strict as my parents were, but they. But then when I look, I was like, oh no, they actually were quite relaxed about a lot of things. Yeah, like exactly, and they wouldn't have been overly pushy about like you know grades or anything like that. Like so, I never had that kind of intense kind of you have to do this or you'll be punished or whatever so I never had that kind of thing but then hmm, yeah so maybe maybe they were I felt like they were strict when I was a kid but actually looking back I'm like no they probably weren't they were probably just doing what they could and trying to keep us all in line ish (laughs) and I am I think I'm probably a different parent to what I thought I would be okay thought I would be much more earth motherly ish and kind of like leaned heavily into that when I first had them and was like I'm just going to like breastfeed and cloth nappy and carry them like the idea of I won't put them in a buggy they'll sleep on top of me and because that is is a lot of pressure (laughs) and and absolutely losing your mind trying to be earth motherly is a silly 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 Mm -hmm. silly idea um and so yeah so I stopped that okay. and we are not so you know so on your first you kind of realised that's really hard yeah and second you approached <laughs> second it was five years later and uh, it's like same um, like I was about three and a half four years late and I was like can't be doing that yeah like just the amount of pressure you put on the first when so you we, first I went back to work it. with Gia because we had to because we bought this bloody house in Rathgar and we were like Oh. I wasn't like a fancy like it was a really small but it was still a house a house yeah and I was like better go back to work because money isn't there and you know media so no mat leave or anything so it's like five months went back and of course probably postnatally depressed devastated my firstborn whatever so still breastfeeding her so was literally leaving my desk pumping in the jacks and getting on the bike to the crash in Rathgar and I was only Ballsbridge Rathgar but to cycle to give her this bottle right which I subsequently found out which I always tell the story a year later that they were never giving her that bottle she didn't fucking want it because she was getting formula or water or whatever I don't know what the hell was happening of the heartbreak didn't want to maybe tell the lunatic on the bike (laughs) the blue bike who's like hi I'm just here with the milk and they're like cool and they probably just want to say Rebecca don't do that anymore go and have your lunch break and wouldn't you love it now you absolutely I would have loved to be told but I do think I was in a weird place and maybe they were just trying to help me out yeah I wouldn't have taken any sort of of that kind of advice back then like I was very strange I was really like I was really good and I was doing things differently to everyone I knew and I was breastfeeding for seven years and my kid was never gonna I do remember that pressure I was putting on myself and obviously cracking um but that bottle thing is such a small but I do remember that anecdote being like that's so mental yeah I do Mm. I know yeah well after like a few days of feeding Penny I had to go bring her in because she wasn't gaining weight and to bring her into Hall Street and they um they were like no you really do have to give her formula and I full on was so sad and now I'm going why did I go? like she's three years old holding a bag of monster munch like if I had been able to tell myself that <laughs> like on the flight the other day like I was like have a jelly even though they're going to be ma- what is that it so doesn't matter so I think yeah matter. now I did go on like I fed both of them until they were five but what? again not in an earth motherly way That's no but amazing. not in an earth motherly way in a oh I'm quite lazy and didn't try <laughs> didn't like, that is things. amazing but they, so what, they also now they also were having formula yeah, yeah, and their like food yay, and the food that they actually sorry, needed because they, were I just snack, they were still taking breast milk that's yeah. quite incredible I actually yeah. sorry so you never hear that but I you I rarely know. hear and that and I did and do you know what I didn't even because it wasn't it wasn't really a thing it wasn't a I'm doing this for like it really wasn't a, a doing it for their yeah, 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 yeah it wasn't fine. a statement do you think at all was it publicly could people see you doing it so no. like I would oh yeah like I would have fed them until they were like two or three yeah but you know once they get to three they're way too busy to like 
be feeding kind of, the yeah. park. Yeah, yeah, yeah turnips, exactly. Yeah. Like, and they, they will, would rather comfort. kind of, uh, you know, some yeah. like whatever, you've got fruit sticks or whatever, you, you like hand those out instead. But um, but I, I never had any like bad comments or anything. So like ask. it was fine. Like, yeah, so I never minded. So no one out of your friend group, no one passed comment if they saw it happening at home. No one did. Because I only fed the mm. gals till one with Gia purely because she was like which I discovered from the crash story not interested actually in the boob that much she was just mm-hmm. one of those kids who had just decided right but Simone was like obsessive and I had to cut it probably from my mental health last year where I went on a trip and cold turkey did which is probably really cruel but she was two and I had a lot of conversations about how that was too long mm, I did wow yeah it's like, too long it's weird give it up she doesn't need it do you know I it's remember having those feelings and a little bit of Strange. me is kind of going like I had a, a pretty good, like my husband kind of, he's, I mean, ridiculously supportive in all ways and was kind of like, no, you do. But he did, he could see me being very flippin' tired for, I'm going to say like 10 years. Yeah. And like, even like, I really do feel like in the last year is the year I got my body back a bit. So you've only stopped really a year ago. She's yeah. Like, yeah. So can I ask, was that, if you're saying both of them were fed for around five years each, was that a very emotional experience stopping? No? Or did you even know? Was it just a slow, gradual? So it's pretty was, massive. Like, it was. I found two years really hard. Yeah, it was. And do you know, the, and, but I was very aware of that you get that kind of um, hormonal drop, like when you stop. Yeah, I, I, had a hot, I think I was just so relieved. Oh, yeah, yeah, well. But um, then I had a drop. But yeah. also, she was kind of mad at me for like stopping. Like she didn't want to stop. And I had, okay. so we talked about it for okay. a good two months. We're like, well, we're going to stop then. And so then I did a very unearth motherly thing and went and got my nipples pierced again. And I was Stop just it. like, I was like, oh, and I had told her, this is the thing. I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, well, I'm getting my nipples pierced again. And she was just like, what? But why? And I was like, because I want to, because I used to have them done. And now we're going to, and she was, and like, she's, she was like, mm, okay. And so I was like, but this is because, you know, you can like still snuggle me. And like, so she still like, will kind of, when we go are ready in. to go yeah. to sleep, she'll like put her hand around, yeah, like kind of puts her hand yeah. under my boob, yeah, yeah, like yeah. holds onto my like yeah, the tummy fat and, yeah. and kind of like, just kind of <laughs> like molds it in her little hand. And still has the hand in there. Yeah. yeah. So like, it's like, okay, cool. You're still snuggly. And we're like, yeah. But she was like, hmm. Like she full on made me feel oh. bad about it. And I was like, I'm sorry, kid, but like I really need to be myself a little bit. Now did you as well. feel Still the body back? Bit. And I'm not going to talk about aesthetics and like perfection, but did you feel that body back feeling? Because I have to say, I feel like a different person since I gave a breastfeeding. Yeah. Are we allowed to say that? But like, you, did you feel. Yeah, because I do. Sexually, emotionally, hormonally, everything was better. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. Which is I can't annoying. Even do it for 10 years. It's annoying, actually. It annoying. But you know what? I think the main thing is, is full night's sleep. <laughs> Which like, yeah. I didn't have a full night's sleep for 10 years, they really. Were yeah, because they were in the bed Christ. with so us, like, what? and, and like, but even like, I lie down with her now to go asleep and then I get up and, and like, yeah, 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 exactly. But, um, but they were kind of in the bed with us. So like, yeah, no good You're quality good mama. Sleep. Those fuckers better write some memoir about you. Like, that's but pretty, you know what? They I think that's won't, pretty incredible. They won't because, they won't because it wasn't. Like it wouldn't have mattered if I put them into like a crib at six months old. That would have been absolutely I fine, totally and probably I do agree would you. have been better and for we're everyone. Shaming the women who perhaps it was never, me being yeah. an Egypt, no. thinking that that was what I had to do and putting pressure on myself. So actually, I'd be like, you probably uh, enjoyed it. I did, I did, and I definitely enjoyed it at the time. And I guess it's maybe I needed it for me a little bit. But like you know, that kind of you'll see comments or whatever on social media you'd be like oh you're doing that for you like if you're feeding a longer than six months or a year or whatever like breastfeeding and 
I am like, yeah, I was a little bit. Okay. I was doing it for me a little bit Just because I really, yeah, and it made me stop. That was the thing. Like, I had to sit down. I couldn't do, I'm such a do eight jobs at once kind of person. Mm-hmm. It made me sit down with them like a few times a day, like, and even stop. when they were tired and stop and that's just nice. be with them so that's a good thing and that's a nice so thing so has that, that changed you feel your relationship is more like they're getting on with their stuff and you know is there a change since you've stopped um is there a change yeah yes but also maybe it's put a bit of a um like you know that habit is there so like you know i know to kind of stop and hang with them like Talk to me. Okay, you're a super creative person. You always were, <laughs> right? You And the burlesque thing you just mentioned to me there before we started recording, you're getting back into that. Yeah. Right? That's so beautiful and amazing. <laughs> I don't really know anything about your husband. Yeah. You're married? Yeah. I don't really know much about him from the odd things. I know that mutiny is very much... Yeah. Him and you? Yeah. Um, yeah, so, well, yeah, the mutiny group then is what, yeah. So okay. he's not with the recording studio anymore. But okay. Yeah, yeah. But so, it, yeah. he was. Yeah. Uh-huh. And... You met how and how long you dated and what's going on there? <laughs> yeah, so we met. Oh God, see, this quite is quite different people. Like, yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. He's very calm and chill. I was say, is, yeah, and um, he's incredibly creative and talented, okay. and he has an amazing music brain, an amazing ideas brain. He's an incredible writer. Wow. He actually is really, really creative. So we kind of have that in common. Okay, um, but he's also quite organized and like he's a very good producer very good like on top of all like organizing life okay. <laughs> as well so yeah he's um he's got yeah he's pretty much an all-rounder sounds like you really love him i know he's the best like he's great so but yeah cute. you definitely won't you, you definitely don't hear won't. this very often i'm sorry how long are you together so f- yeah this is where i'm like oh god how long are we together 15 years yeah 15 that's really years beautiful that you've said that about him mm, yeah he's really he's the best he's great that's amazing so we like met Actually, with your cousin, we were on a night out. Yeah. So they were having like a rap party and he had done the sound on like the TV show that they were working okay. on. And so he was, and she texted me, your cousin texted me and was like, do you want to come in to like this party? And I was like, yes. And in I went. Single? You were single? So no. this is, do you want to hear the you funny thing? Like no, me, wait, no, no. On. I was four hours single. Stop, you just broken up with someone? He, my, the person that I was dating was moving out and, um, and I left. I was like, I actually really do want to go out. Yes. I need to get out. And so off I went. Were you heartbroken? Uh, no. Okay. And he so was packing very... up his stuff. Okay. Um, and he was a great guy, but we were just done. So you were fine. And uh, yeah. And so in I went to this rap party. So, you know, your cousins are my friends. So yeah. like I was really comfortable having yeah. a great night and whatever. And then he was there, introduced to him. And then uh, we all kind of, we all kind of hung out for the rest of the evening. And then a few days later... Um, we were going, my friend and myself were going to um, a gig, Republic of Loose gig. And it was just a few days before Christmas and we had an extra ticket. Stop it! Like, we like, full on, like I always say, I was like, you know, you were the ninth phone call, call like called like eight other people. And then I was like, well, I met this guy the other night and he was kind of fun. My friend was like, no, but it has to be someone who's able to like hang out with both of us and is still fun. Yeah. And I was like, I actually think he'd be all right. He'd be okay yeah, he'd be this, all right, yeah. even though we don't know him very well. But he was great fun. And uh, anyway, so I messaged him and he was like, oh, yeah, like, I'd love to come. That would be great. And I was like, OK, deadly. And he had that day or earlier that day bought tickets to It's a Wonderful Life in the IFI oh. with uh, where he was going to call me up. 
he is like the big romantic in this oh, and I was he? like I was like okay this is actually kind of a cute story dude well done and um, he yeah he was gonna ask me out but hadn't managed he was gonna do it in a real kind of like oh yeah I've got a ticket for for the movies if you want to come to it's a wonderful life he later. really liked you had you kissed yeah. at the rap party no 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 not did at you all. kiss that night and yeah. not the next no. no no the next day actually you but then we were kind of day. like like oh yeah we saw each other every day then like Jason and I, kind never, of till now yeah never stopped <laughs> like yeah and we're like I'm not like a massive fan of us like we I'm trying to think how many days we spent apart at any time probably four days for work we've gone to different so work cute. stuff like he's a bit older than like, you yeah he's 11 years older yeah, than okay, me yeah okay but do you kind of love that I do I do is it grounding as a cool do you care do you I notice I think I've always yeah we don't really notice I think um I think it like I think it works with now, not to be really like gendery, but I do think m- women are just kind of more mature than men, <laughs> kind of forevermore. But no, um, That's not in a lot of thing. cases, it's and true. he has he. To be fair to him, he hasn't changed at all in the last yeah. fifteen years. He's so exactly you're evolving, you're changing, and he's the same. So I think we're right with that. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Sorry, oh, here I am trying like, to like. Try, I'm trying to be balanced about, it, and then I'm like, oh no, it's I've just proven it. I've just pro- yeah, they're they just the change. same. Yeah, yeah, they're the same. Um, but like, oh my god, like he's. He's more on top of everything. Great dad, like, great dad, great husband. Like very equal around the house. Like you know, like I'm a bit kind of like, oh my god, it's half six. We have to feed the kids again. And he's just like, it's fine. Dinner's in the oven. <laughs> oh, I'm like, so he's oh great. Brilliant. Yeah, no, he is. He's, he was brought up like that, maybe. Yes. Okay. So he, his mom and dad are amazing, and he has four brothers. And I think his mom was very like, these men are going out into the wow. world as like good Fully potential like yeah good Not adults good adults yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> and they are god his family's amazing like they're the Jesus best like yeah. i know i know where's I know. the tea in that i that's know amazing. sorry that's yeah there's literally no that. tea when I it comes that, to them you at hear all some people kind of jesting <laughs> about like oh, that's fine that's beautiful yeah and you have that and that support and i'm sure you've had your ups and downs in life but like the fact that you have that he's solid the kids obviously adore him yeah yeah no he god he's a great dad they, he's like the fun do you know I did it is he fun do you travel and do fun things or you know is he what? steady Eddie that that is like a one thing that we both want to do but don't do ah. enough of is the travelly thing and yeah. it's because we're both kind of workaholics okay. even though we're at home like we work from home and um, we both are one of us is always working and we need to change that we realised that last year is it a worry about financial stuff or is it a worry about keeping the show on the road for other people you employ or is it just a psycho obsession oh god maybe it's all of those things but I guess because we're because we because it's our own businesses and we like if we stop like tell us about businesses you'd be like six thousand go on (laughs) go on um Okay, well, we have a voiceover agency. So I would say I do more kind of the social media side of yeah. that thing. He kind of properly runs the show on that. And then we have a production company. So we make kids TV shows. We do like a But tell animation. us the names of them. <laughs> you like Go letting on. me give a little like yeah, advertisement. The social media thing. Go on, that's amazing. Um, yeah, so the post production company is Here's the Moon. And so we made Funny Little Monsters, which was on oh, TV last year. Brilliant. And then we've a little 39C theatre, which is... I guess I, it's just off Leeson Street. It's so doughty. And um, so that has really taken off recently. What do you do there? What is happening there? Like everything. So we have people like it's, it's the dot. And uh, so it's available for private hire. So people oh, like hire for like kids' birthday parties or, or like 40 or birth- yeah, corporate stuff because we have like a screen and a big stage. And so, and then there's like gigs on there, like comedy gigs, music gigs, like loads That's of unplugged so stuff. It is brilliant like it's brilliant I like How do you I advertise it, that through just your social medias yeah yeah I I, and do you know there. what like word of mouth it's it's because yeah. I guess every kids party that's there you have like 
20 parents coming. Okay, guys, kids' parents, you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> the Dot. Um, you're so sweet. No, but like, wow. Because <laughs> I'm just, th- I'm actually just thinking about kind of work stuff. I'm like, God, I need a space like that. That's brilliant. Yeah, no, it is. It's really and fun. It's and it's, and it's great because, like, it kind of works well for, like, well, like, I mean, we've like six year olds and seven year olds having birthday parties there. They like watch a movie and then they like dance to Taylor Swift. But it's really good for like 11, 12 year olds because they kind of feel kind like of they're having, space. yeah, we have like kind of plastic Prosecco glass. They put their juice into it. They yeah. all think they're like so cool, yeah, like, you know, having so their like funny. grown up drinks. God. And uh, then, Stay yeah, like people. there was, there was a Taylor. Swift kids party there the other day and I was like oh, usually I'm like in the back like doing a bit of work and I was like no I'm going in I'm going to dance to Taylor Swift oh, no, I <laughs> like, it was so fun <laughs> are you self-taught in your so everything I, and, I, and I, I can't believe I feel like I see a lot of your stuff but I think the algorithm messes me out I didn't know about your dad passing because I feel like I see a lot and then obviously I didn't I don't know how I missed a portion of life but I watched with great like I said to you when I had Gia I was watching you and other people and I got rid of the people that really just didn't make me feel good about parenting mm. and I just loved watching. But are you self-taught in the production, um, I suppose, videography sense? Like your content was probably more special than the massive influences in America or Aww. England that I would have watched. It was so beautiful. Like sometimes it was just outfits. Sometimes it was something you'd bought for them. Sometimes it's cooking. A lot of interior interiors. <laughs> Sorry, let's back up our trucks on what else she does. Her, like the interior stuff's insane. Uh, well, you can all admire the, the interior stuff. Louise puts up great, your regular friends there, she puts yeah, up yeah. great interior stuff. <laughs> you can all um, admire the interior stuff, but then please don't call in unannounced unless you're like happy to like see like a laundry basket like strained to the side. But it is like, very cool. You know, Her house design is very cool. Uh, yeah. White. It is white, but you know what? The white was I have made so I got I got diagnosed with ADHD last year ah. and so I've been medicated since like and it's just amazing I feel she like, looks like she lives in a Greek great. house um, but I think now I have realised that like the white thing was just to calm me and keep me like you know kind of help me yeah be calm I suppose but now I think I'm ready to start bringing a little bit of colour in so now I've kind of started I'm like oh I think I want some like little neon Pops of colour. I hate that phrase so much, but pops that is what I... Pops of colour. So hang on, quickly backtrack, backtrack. We'll get to ADHD now. That's something you just sprung on me there. Sorry, Are yes. you self-taught? Yeah, I think I am. I think I've always... What did you study? <sighs> Loads of different things. So yeah, I went to like drums. So I did, um, I did multimedia when yes, I first left school. Same, yeah. Um, and then, and I guess, yeah, so multimedia had like... I did really well in journalism, but wasn't overly interested, interested in yeah. going into it. Like, I guess now, if I knew then, you know, like when you're 20, you don't really understand what journalism means, yeah. but I had done really well. Um, photography, videography, ah, radio, all okay. that kind of was in that multimedia. So loved all that. Then I went to the Gay School of Acting yes, the evening courses. Same. So yeah, so I could never afford to do, the full, to do the full time <laughs> course, but I did as much as I could. So I did yeah. loads of acting stuff, but what I have and I actually was just talking to a few because uh, there was a casting on in the theatre the uh. other day so there were all these actors coming in and they were all sitting all nervous and I was like oh and actually my husband texted me he was like are you um, are you a bit jealous and I was like do you know what I'm not no. I'm not jealous at all because I no. love being on set no, absolutely love same. it adore being on set I don't love being an actor no. because I never felt I so confident crap. enough yeah, yeah. I like, was Tani like do you know what I never was a beautiful singer mm, yeah absolutely such an improv improver mm. and like I remember going on to teach like because I did the Gaiety School of Acting as well like Subi said but I did the youth theatre and then I did nights and then I was going to do the full time course and ended up doing something very sensible but I taught drama and English lit and all these kind of things and clongos where I brought them to like theatre and I did 12 Angry Men and produced all the productions it was amazing but looking back I used to watch them go (laughs) 
And I knew then I was like, because I used to give out to my parents, you never let me go to land or rather apply. You never let me, I would have been crap anyway, but you never let me go to the UK to follow my dream. I would have been shit. Yeah, but it's funny well, at I'm the sure time. I'm sure you wouldn't. No, but, no, no. I, like... I was too. So ADHD. Mm-hmm. What do you mean you were diagnosed last year? So I definitely. What was going on in the head? What was going on? I, 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 okay. So remember earlier you were saying like, oh, you were always so confident or whatever. I always felt a little. What? Odd, weird, I suppose. That was the only way I was explaining it. Aren't we, in weren't my, we all? I know. So this is what I've learned. Thank God for no social, <laughs> God for no but social media. But you don't really know that like when you're a kid. It's like, oh, do I fit what in? What do you mean odd? I, different? Different, not fitty-in-ish. But then, but that, yeah, I guess I was probably, when, when you say you see a confidence, I suppose I never really minded being. You're happy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, but there were definitely, I guess, yeah, you know, ADHD kind of did start to get talked about on social media and like in the media in general and uh so I started and I was like oh my goodness that really really describes me um my brother has ADHD but again we're not like mm-hmm. we're not blood related so and um, and it shows differently really differently and in boys and men resonate so with we, you so when I well when I started seeing women talk about it I was like oh my goodness I have so many of those things so oh gosh I can't even oh, remember sing it to what a sister we need was. to hear this <laughs> Jesus so um the I guess one of the things, oh, do you know what? I have one way of explaining what is when my, when I'm not medicated, the ultimate ADHD thing. So it's when I, I came downstairs to make a cup of tea for my husband. I, we've recently been talking about love languages and, uh, I love this, the five love languages. Yeah. And so his is definitely acts of service and mine definitely isn't. If he, if he never asked me for a cup of tea, it's quite likely I would never make him another cup of tea. So don't drink tea or coffee. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Fair enough. So mine are like words of affirmation or, um, or touch. Like when he passes me, I'll always like touch off his arm or whatever, or, and I'll always tell him how deadly he is and like always. Yeah. So his is, so the poor fella like rarely gets a cup of tea for me, especially because I, don't make it for myself and uh, anyway so I was going down make a cup of tea being like ha and uh, got so our um, kettle is on kind of up a few steps and then you go down into the kitchen where the sink and the fridge for milk and whatever is and uh, so I walked down the steps and I stood there going okay what do I do here do I go up and turn on the kettle no I have to fill the kettle okay I need to go and get the kettle and I actually, and then I was like, okay, and then, but wait, will I bring the milk up to beside the kettle or will I, no, I can come back down with the cup once the boiling water is in the cup. Okay. And it must've been about 90 seconds of me standing there in my head going, hey, do I do this now? I, I obviously make cups of tea all the time, is like for guests or analytics. It's or not, it's, it's trying, it's processing what, in what order to do things. Wow. Is kind of God, I've never heard difficult. And, and so. Okay, so we have this horrible image from the 90s and noughties mm, when we grew up. Yeah, absolutely. Of like full blown ADHD, hyper, put, is written, Ritalin was Ritalin, it? Yeah. yeah. Give them Ritalin. Oh, she's, oh, she's wired. She must have ADHD. It's yeah. um, attention, hyper activities. And it was always the kids who were bold. Mm-hmm terrible word hyper yeah. out there annoying yeah. uh, teachers couldn't handle them probably weren't academic yeah um weren't smart it just such negative connotations whereas this autism i think was seen as like oh, that's really hard they're going to deal with that but adhd was given such a name of like you're just crazy Bold. and i definitely and I got never, it a lot by the way yeah, that I, joke it's not funny like, i yeah i never got the i never had the uh, physical hyperactivity and um, but your brain was working my brain, over which time which is wow, it's so awesome for how many jobs I have and how many things I want to do like it's I'm so, so I would never a lot of stuff yeah but you get it done 
I do. Yeah. But I need an L. I need an L. So I wasn't, no, I wasn't worried about it. I guess I was just, I became very aware of things that I had found tough. Like, or, you you know, like, so say if I do have like a deadline, like, oh my goodness, like, why did I leave this till the last minute? So there's this thing called ADHD paralysis where Mm -hmm. you'll like, you have something that needs to be done, but you get, you end up like getting totally overwhelmed by what needs to be done. Distracted? Yeah, not even distracted. Like you end up just being like, oh, yeah, kind of frozen. And then also this time blindness thing, I definitely have where it's like, I can see, you know, a list of like four things I have to get done. And, you know, you might look at that list and be like, oh, there's four things that need to be done. Well, obviously I need the week to get those four things Mm -hmm. done. Whereas I'll go, oh, I'll get those done in a couple of hours. No, you can't get those those things. Okay. You need more time for that. So I have no concept then, of yeah, yeah. And then if I do start on one, it will take ages. I will completely like not be aware of time passing, not have any idea that actually wow. you've been there for. So yeah. So there's a load of different things. Um, Is there emotional, went, depressive, mental health stuff? No. Is it yeah, like folk? it can be, but a lot of that comes from constantly feeling like you're failing and so like you have like 40 years if you're not diagnosed till you're like 40 like 40 years of never so feeling good enough and so okay then so if you can put on paper like they say in love island if you can put on paper okay and i know this is a really annoying thing but you're amazing and i get i do this a lot to myself because i'm extremely hard on myself i think more so than i would say anyone i know or anyone in my family i've got such issues with that and it's something that i'm working and it's really odd and it's it's not that I'm a great success or it's not that I'm a failure, but there's a lot of like very bad thoughts, probably a lot of the day. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about this recently, but someone can say to you, but you did this, you're amazing at this, this is, and it doesn't really filter through, right? Yeah. But you have so much success. Okay. You do. And it's <laughs> there. It's in like mine. I'm never sure if it's tangible, but you have it there. You have a business. You're making an income from it. It's there. You've done it. Mm-hmm. People really love you. You have two kids. So how was the confident, like, where was it not whereas as mine I just feel like I've really not really done very much good stuff where yeah, were you not seeing it yeah that I, like you listing off all that stuff I'm like oh yeah oh yeah so <laughs> it wasn't going into the head so yeah so it isn't going it still that's sad so there wasn't really. confidence in what you were doing or achieving like like when I'm doing stuff I'm I'm confident in it you know like once I you know you can do it yeah. I know I can do it yeah and I definitely have like I know yeah, I guess in the last year I've become really aware of what I really love doing and what I really, really love doing. So I love the theatery stuff. Like okay. I love that. Like yeah, that's great. And I yeah. because I love just the fun and excitement and changing. Social. Yeah. And then I also really love um like supporting other people in their in their whatever they're doing. Like, like it doesn't people. even yeah. Like I love when somebody's excited about their new business or like their whatever their thing is like and just hearing that I feckin love it so yeah so that's kind of I'm like okay that's when I I need to be around people who are like excited about whatever like it can it doesn't even need to be something that I'm interested in I love that buzz of someone being buzzy about their thing no like I don't I I don't know sorry it feels feels so yeah it feels so good it's so lovely and positive to see someone be excited and to kind of help point out to them oh yeah but like you know, these are your good things. So like run with that. But like you're finding that hard. So like once you've got enough money to employ someone, that's the job you like hand over. But it's contagious. Yeah. So I, I am a, f- I'm, 
I feed off the good feeling. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. one of those very sensitive bodies that if I'm around the negativos or the dra- drainers You'll or pick the it fucking up. drains mm-hmm. or the people who just piss and moan or hate their life or their job, mm-hmm. I really find it really tricky. Yeah. And I think about it all night and I can't see. So hmm. it drains me. Yeah. But if you put out this good energy, I am on that and I'm a painful then. I'm like, oh my God, we're going to do amazing <laughs> yeah. and we're going to reach for the star. And I am a but real viper as my it husband works. says. I'm buzzy. Yeah. And I find those people unhealthy. Like I always think, don't go to unhealthy people for healthy advice when they're yeah. obviously not in a yeah. good place. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's so interesting. Like, how did you feel when you were diagnosed? Was that great? Yeah, yeah, it really was. Yeah. Just because I was like, oh, medication cool. for has that helped? Like medicated with what? Yeah. So, um, it's called Concerta, the thing that I'm on. So there's different medications and what you does can it get. Help you with? So it level, I think it levels out your dopamine. So there's like a few different things. So I think uh, you what can happen is that you're. I don't. I don't even really know. I like. I, I'm not even sure what it exactly it does. But, but it calms it something. Ca- it mm. calms something and kind of helps you focus on one thing at a time. So like, say if I'm like, if I sit down at the kitchen table with my laptop and I'm like, okay, I'm going to answer these like ten emails and then I'll get up. But if I had have seen the dishwasher out of the corner, I'm like, oh my God, no, I need to do the dishwasher. And then I'll go over to the dishwasher and I'll be like, oh, there's that lunchbox. Oh crap. Okay. I wanted to actually like, you know, um, I don't know, put some stickers on it. So, and then I'm like, next thing I'm like up in the stationary closet, like fucking tidying that out, yeah. have forgotten about the emails. Okay. And then I'm like, oh no, I've got to answer those emails. I was meant to do that by okay, midday. So you're doing too much. Yeah. So now it like, I can just sit down and wow. I'm like, there you go. And then I'm like, oh yeah, the dishwasher. Cool. I'll do that in a minute. And I can then go on to the next task. So, so it just kind angst. of, it kind yeah, it kind of has calmed my brain from like thinking about a million things at once, which then calms me for not being anxious of that. I'm yeah. not on top of things. What makes thing. you happy? Oh, it is. It probably is. Oh, it probably is people. I fucking love. Okay. And, and you got those new, good friends and, and good circle. I do, yeah. I do, I really, really do. And um, and new fun stuff. Like I love having stuff to look forward to, and I love um, finding like this is really I like I love kind of celebrating the tiny wins. Like we've <laughs> we've had a coat rack in our in our um, hall press that's been broken for ages. Oh, we've one of those. And if we find it, I was like, do you know what? I'm just going to order a new like pull out rail. And Paul like put it up yesterday, and I was like. <laughs> so happy and Paul was like Paul was like what do you like and I was like no this is like been a little irritating thing that's just every day I open that coat rack or like open that coat press and go oh and now tomorrow I'm gonna open that and be like there's our coats (laughs) like so I love finding the like little so Paul was out of your life tomorrow which will never happen but if he wasn't in your life yeah do you have a lot of women okay so you said oh god absolutely do you have a lot of women that fill you up and you'd be okay or do you really feel that the two of you are such a strong team no god okay wow that's so interesting no and we'd be quite like independent yeah but also totally well I'm definitely totally entangled I think we probably both are I don't know I can't talk for him but yeah no we would we're really good I think we're really good um like someone can walk into our house or a few people can walk into our house and I think we're good to be around as a couple, I think. Yeah. Like that's actually something that I really kind of would want to be. You have one of the most beautiful energies. There's a few people in the world and my cousin is similar. Like there's a few people that are very special and she has magic. Like she's just a unicorn. And I do remember that as a kid when I was, again, didn't know who I was being. And like, it's so interesting you talk about your journey in life and you were a very special person to be around. You're a special person to watch from afar. And I don't know you or see you or have a relationship like that with you, but you do have that energy. So it's probably true of people coming into your home and feeling, mm-hmm. what do you wish for, before we wrap up, for your two little ones? 
what do you wish for? And we can say happiness, but contentment and happiness, they're fleeting as we know. So what do you wish for? I want them to always, I want them to believe in themselves. Like I want them to believe in their decisions of what, when they go for something, that they can do it and find a way to do it. To and be brave? Yeah, but also to be brave enough to stop doing something if they change their mind and don't like it anymore. I'm a big fan of if you're not happy that day, like why like don't push yourself into another unhappy day because you wow, never know that's so, so yeah. interesting like that they can change that they don't that, that they can not change feeling. their mind yeah yeah wow we're not really encouraged to do that in the 90s or noughties no not stick at all at it. do you yeah. remember that stick yeah. at it and, and i think like, it's what we're all triggered by now yeah so we that's stick at it yeah and so actually my uh, definitely my parents were always okay with me going no i don't like doing drama anymore i'm Good. gonna do something else and so yeah i try to really do that with the girls as well what you fear for them the most the world getting at them because <laughs> they're two girls and it's still very very scary I don't like the vibes of the world at the moment so mm. yeah but it's a gr- it's a grim the Andrew Tates the wars that like there's just so much grim mm-hmm. toxic masculinity we're not allowed to use that but just also badness and I feel very protective of the girls I watched them on our recent trip and my husband and I over and over said, look how innocent, look how, and I just said, I know, and it worries me, but I'm also curating my own little world where we can't live like that either. And it's too much late, lately. It's, I'm kind of grateful that I'm older, a little bit older and I'm not 20 or 30 and addicted to TikTok. Like there's too much and it's overstimulating and I'm just going to focus on what I can. Mm-hmm. And you know, you're brilliant. Mm-hmm. And what would the legacy if, Subi was gone tomorrow that you would like your girls to sit here and say to me she was oh god I'm gonna get all like <laughs> I know it's a hard question but um, I think like they are it aren't they because they're just like I'm so I'm so proud of them and I'm just so grateful that they are how do we talk girls <laughs> <laughs> like they're so cool and um, they are they're so cool and I couldn't even have like I couldn't have imagined that these amazing yeah. people would be made by me. <laughs> I'm like, how did like, we get those okay, ones? Like, thanks, Paul, as well. But but yeah, so like I I have no problem with them never like mentioning me because the whole thing is that like, no, look what look what I made. These these two oh, magic wow. people. <laughs> and they're Love that. they're awesome. <laughs> and they're their own people. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Super Lynch, you got a follower. I'm sure you do. Most people follow her. She's awesome. Um, she's got so many little fingers and little pies, and she's um, just a very interesting woman. And long may that continue. And we will see you around. Mm. Thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. You're a doubt. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode of A Little Birdie Told Me. And if you did, it would mean a lot to me if you could like, subscribe, and share this episode.